You're listening to the Moms Working Overtime podcast, the community of women you've been searching to find for so long. We bring together our mamas-in-waiting, brand new moms, stay-at-home moms, working moms, and the moms who maybe just have a little bit more experience than the rest of us. We're all here for community, support, and finding ways to show up better for our families each and every day. I'm so grateful that you're here, and I hope you love what you find on today's episode. Welcome back to Moms Working Overtime. I am so glad you're here tonight, Mama. I hope that you are having a good day so far. I hope that things have been going your way and you're feeling good about it. I tell you what, I have really been working on my own mindset the past couple weeks just with some stressful things going on. We all have that. I know we all have that. The stress of launching this podcast, no, it's been so great, but I myself have too been fighting mindset and really just focusing on something great in every single day. Why is it that we have to be so intentional about that? But if that is you, it is not just you. I cried last night. I think it's so important to talk about those moments. I know I'm not alone in this where you just got to cry for like three minutes. Let me just get it out. It took over an hour to get my son down for bed. He was absolutely fighting me every step of the way. And then come to realize he just wanted to lay down in his bed and go to sleep by himself and he did not need mama. So that was heartbreaking because he just turned one on Monday and apparently now he needs me less and less. So I'm just preparing myself for this slippery slope that I know is going to continue to happen as a mom. Um, feel free to send support my way. Holy cow, y'all. I Yeah, that hurt my feelings. <laughs> but tonight, we're going to talk about obligation. Now, I know that there's a lot of obligations with motherhood, some that we can appreciate and some that we want nothing to do with. We're going to talk about a pretty specific facet of obligation that we have whenever we enter motherhood. So to start it off, though, I got to give a disclaimer, okay, because a little bit of this tonight is going to focus on our obligation to our children because of what is happening in the world. We can't act like we're blind to it because I know that we all see it. It's in our face. We're going to address that later in the podcast, but What I want you all to know about me as a person is I am one of the least political people that you will ever probably meet. (laughs) I don't watch the news. I know that there's some things about that that are not good or healthy. I don't know what the right word is there, but I don't watch the news. I do not argue politics, and I find a lot of it to be pretty dramatized, if you want me to be honest. I do my duty. Okay, whenever it's time to vote, I always vote. I research the candidates. I research the bills that are up for debate, whatever it might be. But y'all, I just don't spend a lot of time invested in politics. Take it or leave it. That's just what you're dealing with when you come on the Moms Working Overtime podcast. So as we go through tonight's episode, I just want you to keep that in mind that this isn't necessarily politics focused, but I do want to talk about what's happening in the world and how that impacts us as moms, because I don't know about you all, but for me, it's so easy as a mom to get really sucked into the negative 
or to feel like I can very easily live in fear or fall into that just dark hole of worry. Does anyone else understand that? You know, just thinking about the world that our children are going to grow up in (laughs) makes me feel old when I say that. I know our parents felt that way too, but can you imagine our kids growing up with everything they have access to through the internet now? I, this is going to deviate just a little bit. Bear with me here a second. I found out about a month or two ago that there are accounts on YouTube that are completely created with artificial intelligence. They're like, quote unquote, people. And it's like a social media influencer or a blog or vlog, I guess you would call it. And you follow this person. It's not a person. It's a robot through their entire life. It's like reality TV, but everyone is AI. Y'all, it's insane. (laughs) Someone showed me this. A friend was showing me this. And I literally said, I have officially decided my child will never have access to the internet. (laughs) I know that's not feasible. I'm going to fail miserably at that. But oh my goodness. So when I sit too long and I think about that and the fact that, oh my gosh, that's what is on something like YouTube. That's what's available to them on the internet. This is going to fry their brains. I just think about the world that our children are going to grow up in, and it's very cringeworthy. (laughs) But getting back on track, also just worrying about are they going to be impacted drastically by X, Y, or Z, or just some of what's happening in the world. Is this going to impact their life? Is it going to derail their path? Is this going to, you know, cause them worry or stress as they go throughout life? Just trying desperately to protect our children from as much as we can. I probably have some helicopter mom tendencies. I'm going to own that right now. I really want to try to have trust in my children and let them be more independent. But it's hard when you watch what's happening in the world to not desperately want to protect them from it. And just wondering 20 years from now, (laughs) exactly how our parents felt, 20 years from now, what in the world kind of civilization are they even going to function in? We probably cannot even wrap our heads around it. So as a mom, these are the things, I don't know about y'all, these are the things that it's 1.30 a.m. or like 3 a.m. and I'm laying in bed just worrying about this. I know that I have no control over it, okay? It can be very depressing. It can get very discouraging, especially if you sit in that place for way too long. And I know I personally am very, very prone to worrying about things that I don't control, that I can't control, did a whole cycle of therapy, postpartum, and everything for it. I will own it. So (laughs) having that anxiety is, is easy. And as moms, I think that that's natural. I think we all have those moments where we just worry about what our children's future holds. I mean, it's valid if you really consider how connected we are in our generation. And as moms, this is just a really hard piece of our motherhood journey that we have to accept. Because if something bad happens to your friend down the street or to someone across the world, you can find out on it, find out about it in like 30 seconds. And what I honestly feel like was a blessing to generations of mothers that came before us is that they kind of lived in a state of oblivion. They didn't have 
every single piece of information at their fingertips telling them how they should breastfeed or how they should discipline or the exact foods that their child should eat if you wanted them to grow up as smart as they could possibly be. They didn't have all that pressure and comparison at their fingertips. They also had a little bit more oblivion about what was going on in the world. Now, obviously, yes, there was television, there was news, there's newspapers. However, as moms in this generation, we know pretty much everything if we're looking for it. With moms and generations before us, sometimes there was things that happened and they had literally no idea. They didn't have to hear about every single child abduction or every single homicide or every single news headline about a certain government scandal. And I think there's really some power in that oblivion that we don't get the opportunity to have. We have to work through the information overload that is thrown at us literally every single day. Every time you log on social media, every time that you watch a video or turn on the news, it's in your face, just this constant stream of things that could very easily make you anxious, make you worried, discouraged, depressed. But as mothers, sometimes we get too focused on the wrong things. Because we're so overloaded with information, I think it's easy to start focusing on these big issues that are probably completely out of our control or just too big for us to manage on our own. And what we can do, in my opinion, to be better is just focus on the obligation we have inside of our own home. See, in my opinion, if we as moms want to make the world a better place, then we should really stop focusing on what the heck everyone else is doing, comparing our journey to theirs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're busted. And having opinions about how every other single person should live their lives. I know we try and be better, but look, it happens to all of us. What I want to remind you through tonight's podcast is that your obligation is to what is happening in your own home. Your obligation is to what is happening in your own home. And when you become a parent, you accept this obligation. We accept this obligation. They take that child, they put him or her in your arms or multiples, and you are responsible for the person that you raise that child to be. Because when you raise them, then you send them out into the world for everyone else to experience. And obviously I understand there's one-offs to this, right? We can do our absolute best and things happen. There cannot be anything harder on a mama than doing your absolute best, but watching your child maybe not make the best decisions or something terrible happen to them. I cannot even imagine But in general, as moms, as parents, we have so much influence on our children. Who we are and who we raise them to be can change their entire lives. Their entire path that they take and the impact that they make and the things that they do in the world. But there's two things that are super important that come into play here. This is going to be your takeaways from tonight's podcast. First, it starts with the example you set. If you want your child to be kind, then be kind. Want them to be charitable? Give. If you want your child to be smart, then invest in your own learning, growing, and reading. Want them to be healthy? Prioritize your own health. If you want your child to be empathetic, you must show 
empathy. If you want them to be loving, you must show them love, but also demonstrate healthy relationships and showing other people love. Want your child to be financially responsible? Let them see you make financially responsible decisions. I know I just highlighted Ed Milet on Monday's podcast. I am telling y'all, I love that dude. So I'm going to add in a piece of wisdom from him. He's just helped my personal development journey in really incredible ways. I relate to his leadership style so, so well. And a lot of what he says just resonates with me. So I want to share something on this topic that he says that I think is just gold. Ed has this saying that a child's habits are caught, not taught. So just saying, be kind, be charitable. Hey, studying hard is important. Eat your fruits and veggies. It means literally nothing to our children if we don't let them catch us doing those things consistently. And then what we have to remember is that someday our children grow up and they figure out that we are either a fraud or we're not. I know there's things you figured out about your parents after you grew up to be an adult yourself. No one's perfect, of course. There's always things that we can improve on. But I know that in your own life, there's probably things with your own parents that they preach to you. You grew up and you realized they didn't necessarily practice and you figured them out. Your kids are going to figure you out one day too. Don't let that scare you or feel manipulative to you. Let that motivate and inspire you. You want your children to catch things from you. The things that they learn will be caught, not taught. I love that saying from Ed. That's something I keep in mind all the time. It's what inspires me to be a better me, not just a better mom, but a better me so that he can catch that. My son, my future daughter can catch that and then implement it in their own life. So setting the example in our own actions is step one. That's takeaway number one. Step number two is actually showing up to hold them accountable to those things in their own lives. So we're really good about saying things like, be nice to your friends at school today, but do we take the time to ask them, who are your friends at school? What do you like about your friends at school? Are any of your friends at school having a really hard time right now? Or is there anyone that had a bad day today? We talk about how we should always give back to others, be charitable, but do we ask them about the small random acts of kindness that they are very capable of that they could be performing in their day to day? We say to study hard and get good grades, but when it's homework time, are we sitting there lost in our own TV show or scrolling mindlessly on social media when we're supposed to be observing their work and helping them or overlooking their work and correcting them, teaching them, following up on what they're learning in the classroom? We say to eat healthy, but this is kind of on us. Do we cook healthy home-cooked meals majority of the time? Look, mama, everyone needs a pizza night every once in a while. I'm on board. My husband could live on pizza. But do we provide home-cooked meals and a good demonstration of what healthy means? Do we let them help in the kitchen so they can learn what it means to prepare and provide good nutrient-dense foods for your body? I know the mess is a little scary, but come on, mama. If I can do it, you can do it. We tell our children, be loving, 
But do we still date our spouses? Do we let them see us go out of our way to do something kind for that person that we say we love? Do we let them see us be affectionate? Last but not least, I love these examples. I think they just make us think and take accountability for this is we tell our children, don't spend it all in one place. We make jokes about financial stability, financial security to them. But do we really help our children learn the hard value of work, working to earn something, earning and managing money, creating budgets? Do we really model that and help them with all of that? I get it. There might be this thought in your mind right now that's like, man, lay off, Elena. (laughs) You're just making me feel terrible about myself now. All these things that I'm not doing or failing at. Okay, mom, this is not what this is about. Remember why you're here in the pilot episode and what I told you that we're going to do on this podcast is as moms, we are going to get together and decide that the change that we will make in the world is going to happen through the children we raise. I had a mom tell me this week that someone had been making comments to her about being a stay-at-home mom and saying she hadn't quote-unquote worked in years and how nice that must be. What a joke. First of all, it quite literally makes me angry, but I'll just say what a joke. Being a mom is one of the hardest, most taxing, most challenging, in my opinion, demanding job on the face of the earth. It is relentless. It does not stop. It never leaves your brain. You cannot walk away from it. And it comes with the biggest responsibility of all. As moms, we can change the entire world. All these things that are happening, terrible or just mind-blowing or confusing, all these things that you see happening in the world. As moms, we can change by setting a good example for our children, but then showing up to back that example. This is a hill I'm going to die on. Y'all are going to hear this again. I guarantee it. It's something I'm super passionate about. Present parenting will change the world. Very few things can turn around the craziness of today's world the way that present parenting can, in my opinion. Present parenting will change the world. Think about literally anything going on in the world right now that you find unsettling or just bonkers or sad or horrifying, present parenting can change almost every single one of those things. I guarantee it. Because so much of what is happening in our world today is our children's cry for help, for attention, for love, for guidance, for faith, for structure, for discipline, for hope. If we as parents as moms, but just as parents in general, if we can put down our phones long enough to hear them, take our eyes from social media long enough to see them and leave work to actually show up for them, we can turn this around. We can turn this around. Y'all, children need their parents. When you reached out to hold that baby in your arms for the very first time, you accepted this obligation to raise a good human. None of us are perfect, okay? We're never going to be perfect. You're not going to listen to this podcast and somehow end up perfect. I mean, shoot, my business alone this week has just been drowning me. And there's many times I know I'm owning that I've grabbed my laptop to check emails or add something to a spreadsheet, update the website, when I know it's my son's time. 
and that he deserves my full attention. So I'm going to call myself out. And I hope that you do too. Because we have serious power in this game. We can do things and make an impact in a way that I truly feel others don't even realize we're capable of as moms. You want to change the world? Let's do it. You're strong enough. You're capable enough. And we were designed for this. We were perfectly designed for this. And we're all in it together. That's why you're here. I hope that that's why you're listening. And I hope that you had some incredible takeaways from today's podcast. If you're sitting up late tonight and it's you and your thoughts and you are having a hard time, I want to remind you that you're never alone. There are mamas all over the world up in rocking chairs, laying in beds with their sweet babies, laying in their own bed with their own anxiety. And mama, they are in this battle with you. You are never, ever, ever alone. We're all in this together. I'll talk to you soon. If you loved this episode of Moms Working Overtime, do me a favor, share it on social media or send it to another mom to remind her that you love her and that she's doing such an amazing job. There's nothing more incredible that we can do in this community than remind other mamas of their strength. I'm so glad you were here today and just know that I appreciate you an overtime amount.